I'm so happy to be back. I had to take a week off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey guys, what is up? And welcome back to the Fitness Lifestyle Fundamentals podcast where you learn easy to understand and apply fitness fundamentals, helping you to become consistent and the very best version of yourself in and out of the gym. I'm your host, Alexandra Rubin, NASM certified personal trainer, PPSC pain-free mobility coach, and behavioral change coach. Super happy to have you guys here as always, and let's get into it. Originally, today I was gonna go over the six fundamental movement patterns, which is pull, press, hinge, lunge, carry, and squat. But today I felt like being more of a human. I'm even wearing jeans today. Who am I? <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I actually am gonna talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions today since Apparently we're less than two months away from the New Year's. So crazy, it felt like it just started to be 2022. And also I'm gonna go into a little bit of mental health cause it's important, it's really important. So let's get into it. So I'm gonna open up by talking about New Year resolutions and why they suck. Oh my God, I said that New Year's resolutions suck. Oh my God, yeah, cause they do. Like, let's be honest. How many of you guys have set a New Year's resolution and actually followed through? I'm actually curious. I'm not saying that you haven't, but I'm just curious because for me, I've never set a New Year resolution that I've actually continued and consistently been able to complete. Because the fact of the matter is that New Year's resolutions are made at a time where we feel really good about ourselves. We are, you know, around friends and family and exchanging gifts and it's the end of the year and fresh new start where it's really just like a huge psychosomatic thing in our head. Like it's literally like you could literally wake up and start right this very second. If you're miserable with your life, you could say fuck it for all your shit up in the air and start over right now. But humans, we have this thing, these, these boundaries, there has to be some sort of boundary associated in order to start something new. Like a day, you have to start a new day to start something new. If I were to tell you, start something right now, you'd be like, oh, well, let me just do it tomorrow or blow, you know, like a habit, right? Let me just start this habit of going to the gym tomorrow where literally you could go to the gym right now if you really, 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 really wanted to if you really wanted to or you could make time after work but we push it to the next day because for whatever fucking reason our mind needs to have some sort of oh on this date i'm gonna start and for the majority of the people who celebrate new years say oh on january 1st of this new year i'm gonna start that thing that i've been putting off for years that i made my new year's resolutions for the past 10 years but this time this time i'm gonna get it yeah that's right this time because it's a new year and then you never do so why is that i'll be quite honest with you because you're the thing that's getting in the way because if that resolution really mattered to you, 
you would actually go out and do it today. And that's why I have beef with New Year's resolutions. Because I didn't really realize that until mm, last year. It's a long time. <laughs> so, you know, my New Year's resolution is called a right now resolution. And I actually encourage you guys to join me on this. I mean, what fun is starting something new without other people, you know? Um, just kidding, it's really fun to do things on your own, but my new year, my, <laughs> it's so weird to say my right now resolution. My right now resolution actually ties into this episode of um, me opening up to you about why I was absent last week. And we will get into that later at a later date in the episode, mental health. We have to talk about it. However, with a new year resolution, there's many, many issues. Of course, the number one thing being that if this resolution genuinely mattered, if you really, really wanted it, you would go out and do it right now. I mean, you could want it to a degree, but not enough to motivate you to actually go do it. And that's why it being on the new year, we, we set it because our brains are like, oh, it's a new year. So we feel like we have to abide to this weird cultural norm of setting a resolution and then attempting it. And, and by March, then we're like, fuck it. Well, I didn't, didn't do it. So might as well drop it. That's one of the issues with a new year resolution is that it, it takes something that we know we need to do that we should do and puts it off which subconsciously tells our brain that it's not important enough for us to change now. As you learned on the last episode or the second episode of the FLF podcast that your brain is an energy conservation machine. It's going to do anything and everything it can to conserve the way that you're living right now because it already has those neural pathways laid out perfectly. So that's why no matter how logical it is for you to do something that'll make you be a better person, it's extremely difficult to do that because your brain has already created the neural pathways to sustain the lifestyle that you're living right now, which is why the gyms are full on January 1st and then come March, no one's there except the people that have been going there for years because you're telling your brain to put it off to a later date. So what's stopping you from if you miss a day of working out, oh, I'll just go tomorrow and the next thing you know, it's six months down the line and you have been paying 20 bucks a month for the last six months and haven't stepped foot in that gym once. That's actually why Planet Fitness's model is genius because they charge you a super cheap amount knowing 97% of the people aren't even gonna go, are making a, a fuck ton of money without having to keep up the cost of really maintaining the gym because no one goes. So the first problem here is that you're the first thing getting in the way of resolution and if you really wanted it, you would have been doing it. The second thing is that you're putting it off to a later date, which just reaffirms in your brain that it's not important enough for you to do right now. 
Another issue with that is that we make resolutions at a time where I stated earlier where we feel really good. So a lot of times they're pretty blown out of proportion because we're like, yeah, I feel good. Nothing's going wrong. Everything's going my way. I'm getting presents. I'm with my family. I'm with my friends. I get to guilt-free eat whatever the hell I want. So I'm going to make this resolution to, to drop 100 pounds in six months. And then on top of that, the resolution that we do set or the resolutions, if we do multiple, they oftentimes aren't set with a deadline. So they're not timely. We don't actually give ourselves actions. So they're not actionable because we don't really even know how we're going to achieve this goal. So therefore, it just doesn't make it attainable. Uh, in order for a goal to be able to be fulfilled, it has to be timely. You have to be able to actually achieve it on the deadline that you've set. There needs It needs to have actionable steps for you to, to actually be able to achieve that goal. So it has to be actionable and it has to be attainable. You have to be realistic about these things. Can I actually do this in this timeline? Are these actions doable for me? Because without that, it's just, we're jerking our minds off. Because again, it's a time of year where you feel really good about your life, feel really good about yourself. So you set shit that you actually can't do, but you think you can do, because I guess you might feel on top of the world. It's another problem. We're too, we're too lenient. <laughs> Humans need, we need structure. We like to be told what to do and when to do it and how to do it, no matter how much our ego likes to think that that is not true. So that's another one. And then on top of that, as I mentioned earlier, if you, let's say you set a goal to work out three days a week and on the last day you miss, you miss that day because you have an appointment or you know something comes up and then you're like, oh, well, let me just, I'll just go tomorrow. But because you already put off this New Year's resolution to January 1st, even though you've been saying you're gonna do it for the past year since last year's resolution and the year before that and the year before that and the year before that, you've told your brain it's, it's not good enough for you to do today so you put it off to tomorrow and you know even if you have a fair excuse like a family emergency or you know whatever i'm gonna do it tomorrow odds are you're not gonna do it tomorrow because your brain already has neural pathways of it's not really that important enough and it's uncomfortable so i might as well not do it and then there comes next year and you still haven't fulfilled your resolution from 10 years ago and you just keep recycling it. New Year's resolutions are basically recycled ideas that jerk off our mind and make us feel good about ourselves. That's it. And, and at the core of all of this, it displaces our own personal responsibility to get this shit done. Because again, going back to the first point, if it actually mattered to you, you would be on that shit right now. And that's why I have beef with New Year's resolutions. And that's why you should have beef with New Year's resolutions too. No, I'm just kidding. It's all peace and love guys. But for real, like 
ditch the New Year's resolutions, get a right now resolution. What are you gonna do better today right now? That's the best thing you can do for yourself is that actually evaluating every day what could I have done better? And making sure that you don't go into this like morbid self-pity, like, oh my God, like I'm a horrible person. Oh, no, no, no. Like, no, there's a difference between picking yourself apart and actually observing yourself. So if you find yourself setting a New Year's resolutions that you've set for the last 10 years and clearly setting the New Year's resolutions isn't working, there's something else that you should be doing instead. Like whatever you're doing isn't working. If you find yourself running around in circles and doing the same thing over and over and over and over again and seeing the same result, it's because whatever you're doing is not working at all. And you deserve better than to just run around in circles for the rest of your life, setting resolutions and never fulfilling them. So that's the whole point of the right now resolution, which is to pick something that you wanna work on and create a goal around it that you can take action right now. So if you go back to actually the second episode, I talk about goal setting, it's essentially the same exact thing. So you think of a goal, you think of what's a good timeline where I'd actually be able to complete this on and what are the actionable steps that I need to do to be able to achieve this goal. So if your goal is to, you know, lose 10 pounds within the next six months, that's definitely achievable. So what would you need to do in order to do that? What could you do today to get you closer to losing 10 pounds within six months? Well, one thing you could do is make sure you get 10,000 steps. Also, if you are looking to weight, lose weight, do not underestimate the power. Do not underestimate the power of what walking 10,000 steps a day will do for you. It doesn't have to be something crazy. It doesn't have to be a crazy New Year's resolutions where, you know, you're like, oh, I'm going to lose, you know, 30 pounds and tone up and all of this within the next six months because, you know, New Year's resolutions, it's a, it's a, got to go bigger, go home. I need, like, it's gradual baby steps. Life is a marathon. It is not a sprint. You're going to get burnt out if you try to sprint in a marathon. Like, you're fucked. So take it easy. Like, you know, you have time. You have time and you also at the same time have choices to make. And do your best to try to make the best ones for you that align with your goals later down the line, that align with the very best version of yourself. So... That kind of brings me to the end of talking about, you know, why I'm not a huge fan of New Year resolutions and um, you deserve better than having to wait years to complete a goal that you could have gotten done the first year that you set it if you didn't set it as a New Year's resolution, if you set it as a goal that's timely, actionable and attainable. So this brings me into this segment about the podcast and where I talk about mental health a little bit. This is my experiences, my perspective, uh, the stuff that I've used that's worked for myself, for my clients and for other people. I'm not telling you this is exactly the way it is. I'm not a doctor, I'm not a counselor, I am not a therapist. I'm just someone that has been through some shit and 
tried a lot of different ways to to get through it and figured out something that works for me, that works for my clients and works for my friends and families. So I would hope that it works for you too. Again, this is just my perspective, my experiences. I'm not telling you this is the way it is. Take what you like and leave the rest. Last week, I did not film. I actually took off last week from pretty much doing anything productive. I found out within five days that my uncle and a very good friend of mine passed away both very unexpectedly and completely overwhelmed me. Still, I think I'm still in, in shock. <laughs> when you lose someone you love, it, it's incredibly difficult to imagine a world without them in it. And I'm still processing that, but I had to take a week off. And that brings me to talk about, excuse me, That brings me to talk about when you're going through a difficult time, there is a there's a pretty fine line between allowing yourself to rest and then getting sucked into it. And I found myself needing a week to really rest and do absolutely nothing because I was grieving and for any of those of you watching, I'm not this doesn't have to pertain to those who lost someone. This could be literally just grief of the shit that you've experienced in your life. Like all of us have trauma. All of us have been through some really fucked up shit one way or another. To the degree, honestly, it doesn't really matter because, you know, the worst thing that's ever happened to me probably looks like nothing to someone else. And I may look at someone and whose worst day ever is, oh my God, Johnny broke up to me. That might be their worst day ever, but who am I to say it's their worst day ever because I've been through worse. Because we all experience pain and grief and shame and loss and sadness and all of those icky, gross feelings that we all like to pretend that we don't have. So there are degrees to which what would be considered worse or, or better or whatever, but to the perception of that individual, it's still the worst thing that they've ever experienced. So anyways, no matter what you're experiencing in your life, we've all experienced the same thing. Relatively speaking, in terms of emotions, it's the same chemical reaction. So for my right now resolution, I made the decision to be more vulnerable. And that is a little bit about what this podcast is about and why I'm not waiting until after the new year, which is what I had initially planned about, you know, opening up a little bit and sharing a little bit about my mental health. But, you know, today I felt really human. And last week I didn't make a video because I found out that my uncle passed away and a very close friend of mine passed away. I found out within five days of one another and last week was extremely difficult and still dealing with grief. It, you know, I had this idea in my head that 
you know, I give myself a few days and the grief goes away, but in reality, it, it doesn't. It just, it's just not constant and it, it comes in waves instead of just constantly being there. And I had to take a week off because it was like, I felt crippled <laughs> and, um, you know, there's definitely two sides of the spectrum where we can either be crippled by grief or fear or anxiety, depression, many mental health disorders, or we can do the opposite. We can have those same exact mental health disorders and be constantly go, 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 go. And I've set my new year's resolution to be vulnerable because it actually reminds me that I need to slow down and that I can't be the best version of myself if I'm not being honest with myself. And a good marker of that is if I'm being honest with other people. For me, honesty is being vulnerable and open. And, you know, I definitely can put out this vibe that I'm this hardcore person that just gets shit done and just spills out knowledge and, you know, oh, I'm so su successful. And in terms of, you know, how society views success, you know, financially and my career and my relationships, yes, but, um, and I've done a lot of deep internal work. However, I'm still not there. And, you know, something that I'm realizing is I, I tend to run away from the things that I feel. So how can I help you become a better person if I am running away from these feelings, if I'm running away from this grief? So I've been really practicing that and I took a week off to feel my feelings. Because if not, the content, the quality of my content that I would be putting out, which is to help you guys, it wouldn't be to par, it wouldn't be to my, my standard. Because if I can't be honest with myself, that spills into everything that I do. If you can't be honest with yourself in one area of your life, it will spill into everything you do. I, I've been in this two situations on extreme opposites of the spectrum. Five years ago, I was in a domestic violent abusive relationship and I was in that because I was running away from everything and I couldn't be honest about the situation that I was in. So I didn't leave for two years. And in that time is when I actually discovered fitness and started my fitness journey and it saved my life. But on one hand, I used it as, a, as an escape mechanism and I'm grateful that I learned in doing that. It taught me how to be disciplined and how to be honest with myself, which helped me to leave some, you know, one day. But also at the same time, there was the majority of my life from when I was 12 years old to 19 years old, I was majorly depressed and I wasn't honest in, with myself in the way that I was being, I was dishonoring myself in so many ways that my body had actually began to shut down and become super depressed. And because I was putting on this facade about who I was and that wasn't me. And maybe you can relate to this. And because for me, when, 
when I am trying to fit myself into a mold that I just don't fit in and I'm like trying to squeeze into it really hard, I feel like absolute shit. I think most people feel like shit when they're not being their authentic self because at the end of the day, the three core desires of any person is to be seen, to be heard, and to be accepted for who they are. And how can we fulfill, how can other people fulfill those things if we can't even fulfill them ourselves? That goes back to the second episode I put out where we can only control ourselves, or what we think, our actions, our behaviors, um, what we do. We can't control what other people do. You know, I, I couldn't control in, in my most depressive state, I couldn't control if other people liked me or not. But I tried to control it. I tried to so hard and I tried to be this person who I wasn't and I was depressed. I was miserable. I hated myself and I hated my life. I didn't like how I looked. I'm not going to go down that road, but you know, and it was the opposite extreme when I was in that relationship. I tried to control what my significant other was doing. And in doing so, I spent two years in a relationship where I'd get beat up and emotionally just absolutely torn down. And that wasn't fair to me. And we all do this to some degree where we're all running away from what's happening internally. Because like I've said before, it's really hard to take personal responsibility. It's hard to look at ourselves honestly and objectively and be like, oh shit, I'm wrong. I'm not right. I don't know everything in the world doesn't revolve around me because our ego wants us to believe that the world revolves around you. That's literally how we've survived for thousands of years is putting yourself first. And because we became, we've become this, you know, very technologically advanced society and have these weird cultural norms and I won't get into it. We've become self-centered because it's not like a, a, it's not like there's a saber toothed tiger chasing after us. And it's like, you know, if you run faster than the person next to you, then you'll survive. Now it's, it's, you know, if, if you don't make as much money as the person next to you, then you're a piece of shit. Well, it just, that just doesn't equate, if that makes sense. Um, we're more comfortable now, so we pick apart the little things. And in picking apart the little things that often aren't in our control, because you can't control how much money someone else makes. You can control how much money you make, though. It's a lot easier it's much easier to shit on someone else than take your own responsibility and say, okay, you know, this is what I need to do in order to better myself. Sometimes that means beginning and taking action. And like for me this past week, that means me slowing down and chilling the fuck out and taking the time that I need because if I didn't, I would just be running away more and, and perpetuating the thing that I'm trying to stop. We're all running away from something. We're all running away from some sort of emotion. We're all running away from the icky feelings that we wanna stuff deep down inside of us and pretend that don't exist because we live in a culture and a society that prides you and, um, and it 
uplifts you if you seem like your life is perfect, but in reality, no one's life is perfect. And we all experience pain, hurt, loss, grief, all the shitty, icky feelings. We all have insecurities. We all have guilt. We've all fucked up. We're all wrong in one way or another about something. But if we can't admit that, and if we can't see that, we can't be the best version of ourselves. And that's why I like the right now resolution because it's not putting off being a better version of yourself. It's looking objectively at, okay, this is exactly what I need to do today in order to achieve that goal. Because if you don't, you're just gonna be running. You're just doing something. You're just setting a new year's resolution to jerk off your mind, make you feel good and boost your ego. But deep down, you know you're never gonna do that. You know you're never gonna complete that new year's resolution. Cause it's hard. And it's also hard to face where you are right now. Setting setting a goal and actually being able to achieve it requires you looking at exactly where you are right now. I don't wanna do that half the time. But in order for me to actually love who I am and create a life worth living and create the life that I desire, I have to be able to take a good look at myself and say, okay, these are my character defects. These are the things that aren't working for me. The way that I've been doing things clearly isn't working. So how do I change so that they do work, so that I can become a better person, so that I can eradicate the these character defects? And that means being honest with yourself. It's not comfortable. I, when I found out that my friend and my, my uncle passed away, I literally for the first probably hour I wouldn't let myself grieve like I just completely shut down and I ran away from that feeling of of sadness and um and shock because it was so unexpected and I know for myself I'm a runner I run away from from all the icky gross feelings and try to be this strong pillar that you can look up to and and that can inspire you. But I realize that I can share my story, but I'm not responsible for what you do with your life. I'm responsible for what I do. So if I need to grieve, I need to grieve. If I need to take a few days off, I need to take a few days off. And what culture and what society won't tell you about hustle culture is that as much as you work hard, you need to rest hard too. There's a time to work and when it's time to work, bust your ass. But when it's time to rest, fully rest. How you get burnt out is that you you mesh resting and you mesh working. I've done that too. It's really easy to get burnt out that way. If you're gonna be in something, be in it 100% because you owe that to yourself. And if you're not, own up to it. That's why I took a week off. I said for a week, I'm not really gonna do shit. I'm just gonna grieve. And I'm gonna grieve them and I'm gonna grieve all the other people that I lost these last few years that because I was running away, I was emotionally vacant and I wouldn't allow myself to grieve. It this past week, all of the emotions of all of the people I've lost came up. Whether that be because they passed away or it was a 
just splitting apart. We have to give ourselves time to grieve. We have to be honest with ourselves. We have to take personal responsibility. We have to acknowledge that we'll be running away from everything if it was up to us. But clearly, because we're running away constantly, what we're doing isn't working. So we need to shift what we need to do with the right, right now resolution. So that's really all I have to say about mental health. Um, you know, I hope this helped someone out there listening to this, knowing that you're not alone. And I don't know, you know, again, this, this is all my perspective. This is the stuff that I've experienced. I'm not saying anyone's experience is better or worse than the other. It's all perspective and take what resonates and leave the rest. So it's a short episode today and I want to thank you guys for coming out here and listening and supporting the podcast, supporting me, like, share, comment, subscribe would be amazing. I love you guys. I want to keep putting out this content and I need your support in order to do so. Next week, I'm actually going to switch it up and we'll be talking about concentric, eccentric movements bracing, breathing, and uh, the drawing in and bracing technique. Then the following week, we'll talk about the six fundamental movement patterns. Um, So again, thank you guys for being here and I will see you next week.